to the Daily Dimensions podcast. I am your host, Smitty. I'm back again here with, with a, a good friend, a good brother of mine, known him for some years. Yes, sir. A, a, a local artist, but a, a major artist. You feel me? S. Clive. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, start off. Let the people know where they can find you, what platforms, and uh, tell us a little bit about you, man. Ah, I had to take that water real quick. But go ahead, go ahead. You could find me on Google, you know, S-C-L-I-V-E. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's where you're going to find everything. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. I don't think Snapchat. No. So if I Google you right now, just S dash Clive, yeah. you gonna pop up? Yes. Yeah. You Google me, I'm not gonna pop up. You gotta put like Central High School behind nah, it. Nah, if I up. put Smitty got hoes, that's a past life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm glad to have you here on the show, man. Appreciate glad it. Appreciate you feel it. Me? Appreciate we had to reschedule it a couple times. Oh you yeah, know, and the coronavirus pandemic is 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 no joke. <laughs> hey, I, have you been in contact with anybody within the past 14 days of I, coronavirus? I've been asking people that at my job. Hey, I I got tested a, a bunch of times because oh, yeah, my job. Yeah. They be yeah, hey, they be on it. Pandemic is different, man. That's definitely but, um, different. Every time I travel, I, I get tested. Yeah, you That's got to. You 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 travel a lot, man. You feel me? I but, can't um, play with that. So, you you as an artist, and, and knowing you kind of from the beginning, mm-hmm. or at least the beginning for me, you know, Facts. we met back at WestCon, and you, whether people loved your music. Or hated or hated your music. We couldn't really knock that you was a hustler, man. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people's first introduction to S. Clive was there was um you know how the university I forget the lady name, but she would you would just get yeah. mass emails. Mass Everybody emails. would get the same email and it would be like, yes. Oh, there's construction somewhere, there's somebody doing this. Yes. And somewhere in your mind you had the wherewithal to hit reply all. Yes. <laughs> So however many thousands of people was in that email and sent Yo. them all your music. Yo. So now, right, that level of, of marketing genius, that level of savvy, is that something that always came naturally to you? And, and what were you thinking in that moment? Like, I'm just going to just F it. I'm going to send my music to everybody. They're going to listen to it. Yo, I just really, um, damn, it's getting... And I'm trying to put it as low as possible. You know, it don't let you silence it. It don't let you silence it. That's the wild part. You got to put like <laughs> some cloths on the bottom. Yeah. That's like the only way. But really, in reality, I was, I always been the type to do different, you know, think different, approach different. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it came back like when I was in high school. Mm. Like, you know, they have that piff, live mixtapes, YouTube, you know what I'm saying? That piff was big. You feel me? So I was dropping music back then. But it's like all the white boys, like they don't they listen to that, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how am I gonna get them to listen to my music too? I'm like, yo, let me sell my mixtape for like two dollars in school. Mm. So I just burning CDs, passing my yo, you you need that? So now, all right, so. That's how it started. Is that being a bigger, is that a bigger challenge for you going to like a a high school that's predominantly not minorities? 
Cause I were they receptive to you hustling music? Cause that made it. Cause you know people aren't hustling like country music. People yeah, aren't hustling exactly. Kelly Clarkson CDs. Yeah, I mean, you feel me? So like, were they receptive to someone? Not with your image. They definitely was. You know why? Cause like even they was listening to that that mm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. When I came in the mix, it was like, oh, shoot, dude. Like, you make music too, bro? <laughs> that's like, that's what's up, man. That's how they said it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shit. Clyde makes music too? Holy shit. Like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, I do. So, it is definitely different. It's a different mm. upbringing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you're still black at the end of the day. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, when you go there, you know, you could act as you know proper or you know as some people say as white as you can as you know what i'm saying crack as you can but you're still black mm. don't forget that you know what i'm saying so in that high school there was two types of people it was like the people who was just themselves and the people who kind of uh reformed to that lifestyle a little more okay you know what i'm saying because the gotcha. people who was themselves was professional and proper you know, as I'm speaking right now, you get what I'm saying? Okay, it was a lot of that. But the people who kind of fell into that trap, wearing vineyard vines belts and <laughs> boat <laughs> I don't, shoes. I never understood the fascination with vineyard vines and all of that, but I mean, to each they own, man. To each is, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It, that's how it was. And with me, I was kind of in between. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be proper. I'm going to be, you know, respectable, you know, professional and stuff like that. But I am going to be normal. And I am going to be, you know what I'm saying? I, I might sag my pants, mm. and I might, you know what I'm saying, talk slang, you know what I'm saying? But that's just how I am. That's how I was. Mm. So regardless of your environment, you always had to, had to stay true to yourself. Always. Essentially. Always. Like, of course, like, you know, when you're around certain groups of people, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a predominantly white school. I get to learn about a lot of shit that certain people don't know. You know what I'm saying? I heard about like the taxes and credit shit and po politics. I heard about that shit when I was in high school. So it's like in college, I was like, yeah, I think I know a little bit about that. You know, mm. like I think I know a little bit about credit. I think I know, you know, this, that, and third. So it kind of helped. I'm not going to say like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm not going to talk bad about it. It's always a good, you know, path take you know yeah there's no knock against it but at the end of the day you got to stay true to yourself you, you gotta so, stay true to yourself so so bringing it back to the west Con. The, the west Con days man so yes what was the response when you sent your music out to that many people through that through oh, that that man. mass email what is the response to that like I did got, you did I people reply to the email or what was the 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 yeah a lot of people replied it's like why are you emailing me this? Like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm just like, it's good music. That's what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give it a listen. Just if you don't want listen. it, then let it go. You know what I'm saying? People will be like, yo, this is trash. I'd be like, all right, thanks for the listen anyway, you know? Mm. So it's just like, I got a bunch. I got to like, yo, this is kind of dope. Like, you know, I was a little skeptical at first, but... You kind of good. You so know it was a little mixed reviews a little bit. Yeah, there. a little more on the hate side. More on, all right, all right. More on the is whack kind of side. You feel me? Yeah. But it's like, what do you expect? Like somebody you don't know just tell you, listen to my music. 
you ain't even gonna give it the time of day, really. Even if you do listen to it, you're gonna be like, all right, yeah. bro, next. I know for myself, anytime someone who's ever come up to me and just giving me a CD, nine times out of ten, I'm it not gonna play. working. I'm not gonna listen to it. it so don't work. Yep. If it came to me through my Westcon email, I'm hundred percent probably not gonna listen to it. But the fact that you still took that step and there was yeah. still some pot at the very least people knew who you were. That's a big fact. Cause to this day the fact that we people still talk about that. Really? People still talk about that. <laughs> people who was there for Bro, it still talk about it. I, so. I forgot. It's crazy. You remind me. I forgot about that shit. Man, I didn't. <laughs> I got the email. I was like, Bro, no, I didn't forget that. And I think I got another e mass email from somewhere else too. I did the same shit like three months ago. Don't 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 send another one. Please don't. It send. was it was tempting. <laughs> like my mouse is right here. I'm just like, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So, so continuing off of the West Con days, and, and I guess that's the foundation kind of, of, of the evolution of you hustling, the evolution of you yeah. not just hustling, but marketing and branding. That's a huge Facts. piece to anyone who's trying to run a business, be an artist, start Facts. this, start that, do whatever it is. Facts. You got to market yourself. Yes, sir. You got to brand yourself, and you got to find ways to diversify that brand. So, as much as it may have looked one way or another what was really happening was a lot a, a smart a good business mind was being worked right there it really was and so not even just with the mass email but then you also started a business in school yes and it re i really didn't even think of it like that that was crazy started thing. somewhat of a, a catering business a, a, a dining business a, with a twist it was, was what it was called it was yes it was definitely a twist and I definitely didn't even think of it like that. I think the, um, with a twist, I really was like, this was like junior, sophomore, junior year. Mm. No job. Um, Just left the job. Yeah, transitioning. Yeah, so it's like, I'm trying to find a new one that's more benefiting and stuff like that. And like, I think to myself, what can I do to make some kind of money the right way? Well, not really the right way, but like a better way than, mm. you know what I'm saying, other categories. More, more wholesome way. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, legally, still illegal, but. Not too many people will knock you for Exactly. It, you know, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to, I'm going to report you to the FDA. Nah. People ain't checking out that. You they, feel they, what I'm they, saying? You either want the food or you don't. Exactly. So it's like, all right, I cook food for my roommates all the time. And, like, so that idea came to me like, yo, maybe I should just sell this food because my roommates like it. You know what I'm saying? My girl like it. My friends like it. Maybe I should just start selling food. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start selling food. And I'm like, with the twist, I'm going to make the same shit you eat at the calf, <laughs> at Sodexo, and I'm going to just put it a twist with on it. With a little it. twist on it, you feel me? Straight like that. And then when I started, it was just like, you know, it was it was uh, surprising. Like, I got some love. Like, I, people were showing love for real. I was like, damn. It's good. It's that good. The food that good. Yeah, it was good. It was good food. I'm... Honestly, when you started doing it, I was surprised nobody else had done it before. 
I because that's just thing. a it's a it's, it's easy to do and it's a great idea and it's a good money maker. But it's like nobody really was like, dang, let me sell. Yeah, cool. nobody nobody had, was that light bulb just didn't go off for people. I don't. It's crazy, and I remember it was so crazy like. The calf was like even taking ideas from me and making it and implementing it. No, nah, they did menus. that. Yes, I remember. It was it wouldn't be like my signature stuff. <laughs> it wasn't the Bubba Gump no. Yeah, no Bubba. Shrimp. Yeah, Bubba no. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bubba no Gump. Like you feel me? You feel me? But like there was times where I suggested to them, hey, well, you guys should have this flavor wings. Yeah, or this option or available. This or option. Or you know what I'm saying? I'd write it down. I'd send it to him, and I'd hand it to him. I'd be like, yo. Yeah, I need to do that. Get on I that. I need to do that. <laughs> and then weeks later, what they do? They do it. And then the calf like, oh, uh, yeah, we got new this. Oh, Parmesan, garlic parm wings. That's me. <laughs> you know what you sound like? You know how, like, when you listen to Soulja Boy interviews, and he's secretly the inspiration behind that <laughs> <mad> stuff? Like, <laughs> Like, at WestCon, Jug might have been the inspiration behind a lot of things. Bro, the reason why Mm. um, there's wings even served. Don't say you brought wings to WestCon. Don't say that. I didn't bring wings to WestCon. All right. I was going to say, I don't know, bro. But I'm going to tell you this. I influenced wings at WestSide. Because they used to serve them only on Wednesdays back in the day. You remember that? I do remember that. They used to serve them only on Midtown on Wednesdays. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really remember how I did it, but it was like, I think because I would like stuff the plate <laughs> and just <laughs> You feel me? A lot me? of people did that. You From, feel you what I'm saying? couldn't take it to go, but we was taking it to go. Exactly. And then whenever, I, when I got older, it was like, damn, bro, I ain't trying to go to Midtown and get some wings, bro. Like, come on, man. Yeah, so yeah. I would literally constantly like, yo. Bring wings, bring wings, bring wings. West side, bring wings. And they brought them. But they brought them to the other side, Daily Grind. Yeah. Yeah, they was hitting over there. They was, they was hitting. hitting over there. Yes. So so not just, we, we, we have the mass email sending the music to everybody. Facts. Just marketing in that way. Starting your own business in college, selling food, selling it out the room, selling Facts. it out the dorm, getting it out the mud. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, you also had your own drink. Oh. You had Jug Juice. Jug Juice. And was selling, Jug Juice would come with a meal. You could buy it with a meal. Yes. It was, free. If you get spend 10, you get the free drink. So it, it, it was almost ingenious. Like as much as in that moment, I was, it was funny, but it was like, I'm really going to buy this food because it's fire. But it was also like. What can this man not do? <laughs> but when you look back on it, it's like it's crazy. There was a lot of business principles being practiced there. It really was, and I never really like sat and just like thought about the things I was doing, like the marketing I was doing, the branding I was doing. Like every plate had a little sticker on it. Every plate had a sticker on it. The logo, the number, the Instagram. Everything. That Instagram got hacked, by the way. They hacked my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Start posting pictures of girls and shit, some ugly-ass food. Oh, like, I'm like, gosh. damn. Instagram still ain't take that bitch off. <laughs> I'm mad as hell. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy because the stuff I was learning in school and the stuff that people teach today, it was like what I was doing 
before I was. You even, were already practicing it. Yeah, like, un like subconsciously. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was just like, damn, this is powerful. It I is, look back, it is, it's man. like, damn. So now, looking back, do you feel like that had a lot of influence on the businessman that you are today? Because you look at your socials and 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 the Hell marketing, yeah. the imagery, the 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 branding, the attention to detail. It seems like you put a lot of attention to detail and a lot of focus into what you put out. Like you don't put anything out that's not going to represent you or the brand yeah. the right way. It's 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 really simple. It's like if you feel comfortable with it, go ahead rock with it see where it takes you but if you don't feel comfortable with it don't even think about it don't even like don't even put it in yeah, that yeah. you know because it's like bro to this day even with you know apl clothing you know the music stuff and whatever it is it's all about like the steps i take the moves i make you know what i'm saying and i always try to make calculated moves you know what mm. i'm saying okay okay you feel me that's what I try. That's really all what what it comes down to. I just make calculated moves that I feel comfortable with. So now with APL clothing, because right. you, you brought it up and we were going to get to it. So with oh, APL shit. clothing, no, 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 no. It's a good segue. It's a okay, good segue. Okay, okay, So with APL clothing, was that something that you always wanted to get into clothing or it was just the next logical transition and how comfortable were you with that when you started it? Because, you know, even now you're wearing your own clothes, you know. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> I ain't even nah, the I season shit. I just, <laughs> even now, you know, I've never not seen you wearing your own clothes. It's so crazy because I normalize it now. Like, I try to normalize it because it's like, if I normalize it, then somebody else may normalize it too. Mm. And they just may wear it, wear it on a regular day, you know what I'm saying? And treat it like it's like a Nike shirt. Like, it's just regular, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like what I try to push for with myself. So when it comes to the clothing, I never really even wanted to do that i never even had like a mm. i'm gonna start a clothing line nah the only reason why it was really like to be honest with you the only reason why it came about was because my grandma passed away really okay yeah. so she was the inspiration behind the clothing line the inspiration behind everything like what what do you whatever you see today is because of her because that's what okay. sparked and fueled that and it was like a snowball effect like you started with this, and then you just continuously do it, and then you have who I am today. Wow. So was she one of your biggest supporters when you started making music and started to do anything like that, or was she? Just keep it real with you. My grandma didn't even know I make music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she'll listen to my music, and she'll be like, turn this down. This rap music. Turn this rap. I want to listen to some gospel. Like, okay, she wanted them traditional yeah. grandmas. So, but it was like, you know, it was like, I'm not going to be mad at that because, like, you mm. know, she old school. She was old school, you know, traditional. But, you know, how it inspired me, it was just like I was sitting thinking to myself, like, how, what am I going to do today to change somebody's world or the world? What am I going to yeah, do? Yeah, make a difference in somebody's life. Inspire somebody somehow. What am I going to do? You know, then I came out with the APO project and that inspired me to make clothing for that project and that's mm. why you see june with the the shirt with the fire you know what i'm saying like that's what fueled that right there and then i just said to myself like i could continue this and yeah. i could continue making clothes and shit like i could 
still like I could just make it like a constant thing, you know. Mm. So so dabbling back into the music now. Mm-hmm. So you know you 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 we've now covered you mass emailing the music. Right. You were selling your music in high school. Yes, sir. You start doing performances in college, and oh, then yeah. then you find yourself performing at South by Southwest. You know, one of the, the the larger music experiences here in the country. Like, yeah. what was that experience like, and how do you how do you get involved in something like that? Like, how do you end up on the bill for South by Southwest? It's really about like your drive. That's really what it is. Like, I done heard about South by Southwest many times, but I just never paid attention to it. Mm. And I thought to myself, like, yo. It's a music thing. Oh, okay, cool. You know, that was when I was younger, but like when I when I was in college, I was like, yo, all right, let me let me dive in. And my yeah. peoples was telling me, like, Team Maui, Maui Nation, like it was like, yo, we gotta do this. Like we gotta do this. So when I'm down there, I'm having that same marketing technique. I'm pa- I'm putting stickers about groundwork marketing. Yeah, man. like I'm putting stickers on there. I'm doing this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm freaking taking pictures with as many people as I mm. can recognize, and it's crazy. I have a story. I have like two stories for that. I remember I was in the room with Metro Boomin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Random. Talk about it. You, all right. Random. All right. Elaborate on that one a little bit. And it wasn't like no, you know, I didn't get to, like, I, I wasn't gonna like, force anything but it was just like a random kind of thing like how i present myself i present myself professionally you know what i'm saying like any kind of way and i guess like he was you know at an event and i was at that event i watched him you know what i'm saying and then like i seen like there was a back room and that's where you know he was at and i see somebody like you know like a security dude in front of the door and Stuff mm. like that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, I should go in there. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're thinking to yourself, how am I going to get in there? How am I going to get in there? <laughs> like, I can't just say, hey, uh, can I go inside and see Metro Booming? <laughs> nah, like, you know what I'm saying? So I was literally like, all right, yo, if I got to do this, I'm going to have to do it now. You know what I'm saying? However I do it, hopefully I don't fumble. Hopefully I don't can't get Can't fumble that. Can't fumble that. So... What do I do? I act like I'm somebody. You know what I'm saying? I just act like I don't act like I'm like someone specifically. I just act like I'm I'm me, but I'm somebody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I call to dude. I'm like I'm trying like I'm like all right, bro. Excuse me. He's like, hey, whoa, are you, are you supposed to? Be? I look at bro like, excuse me. He's like, oh, <laughs> my my bad, man. Go ahead. Right? Just like that. Just like that. I go in Metro Boom and sitting down chilling. I guess there was like his manager's right there. His manager, I think his name is V Live, right? Mm. V Live or some booking manager. Someone else is right there. Someone else is right there. I go into that shit. Everybody just stop what they doing and just look at me like I done looked at you too. <laughs> like how you get back here? And I'm just like, they just look at me and I'm just like, hey man, I, I'm here from Metro. I got you know what I'm saying. Let me chop it up with you, dog, like real quick. And that's when like, oh, no, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 Metro, he busy, man, you know what I'm saying? He just came from, let him relax, da-da-da. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, no pressure. 
Like, look, you gonna talk to him? Talk to his booking manager, man. So I'm like, yo, yo, what's good, bro? Like, I'm just a producer. I'm a rapper, man. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, do what I do. South by Southwest Network. We do what I got to do. He's like, yeah, yeah bro, yeah, yeah. I got you, bro. Hey, take down my Instagram, man. We talk soon. That's the last <laughs> last year. <laughs> so that, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't uh. even, I ain't even like, I ain't even freaking, I ain't even waste my time, bro. I just knew what it was. Like so, I I kind of did a cool thing, but at the same time, like I should have came with something. Like okay, did I have a CD? Yeah, a product, a CD, a USB, a shirt, shirt. Something, a beat. You know what I'm saying? So I did like half the work. The other half is like the results like okay you show this this is the result you know what i'm saying something to show for that you got in the room but you gotta you gotta have something to show for being in the room and that's what i realized i gotta come to the table with something you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's when i realized i gotta come to the table with something bro so now you mentioned your team before the maui nation and everybody Facts. and all that and you know, a lot of times when people start making music or, 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 or start a new venture, whatever it may be, sometimes they're doing it alone and it, that can be challenging. Yeah. Um, but you're doing it with a team. Have you always had the same team around you? And See, did you start with a team or this team grew with you? You know, it grew it grew with me in a way. You know what I'm saying? We started off like in the basement like everybody else. Hey. All great things start in the basement. All That's great things people. start in the basement. All great things start in the Steve basement. Steve Jobs started in the goddamn garage. Like, you know, so... That's how we started up. But it's like now, it's like, you know, I got love for them boys. You know what I'm saying? They're doing mm. their thing. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm just a little more, I would say, um, I'm a little more tuned in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when I'm tuned in, like... I got to stay focused. You know, damn, they, you know, they got other things to worry about. Feel me? So it's like, I still got love for them. It's like, it's like you see, uh, I don't know, like Rich the Kid and Migos. They came up together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then Migos got put on. Rich the Kid was still working. And then Rich the Kid got put on. They still got love for each other. They still, you know what I'm saying? Streets on lock. Like, you know, they still tight. You know what I'm saying? But they just doing their thing. Okay. You know? I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. Um, Building on the music thing. So it's no secret. We in a pandemic. (laughs) Has being in this this weird new reality that we're in, has that affected your ability to make music at all? I know it's probably affected performances. Yeah. Um, Like, what's the impact like that like on an artist? Honestly, um, it really determined a lot of, people's um ability under pressure mm. you know what i'm saying because it's like with me okay i can't do shows shit i was on tour i was doing shows across the globe across the nation i was going to cali atlanta i done did a show in europe you know what i'm saying so mm. it's like i looked at myself I'm like damn what am i gonna do and the only thing to do is just keep working keep making songs you know what i'm saying like within the, with this whole year i done cooked up over 100 songs over 100 songs and sound like that tupac kind of grind tupac was out here making a couple songs a day yeah bro because <laughs> so. it's like yo and that's the crazy thing too i had um i had an interview with june shine like june shout mm. out shine shout like out june. to june shout out to june you know what i'm saying 
and we was talking about like you know how i dedicated i just said i'm gonna stop making music until i make 100 songs i was just cooking up cooking up cooking up writing writing then corona hit all i could do was just write make beats and write make just beats. keep grinding and then once the, they open the streets up i'm like man i'm back in the studio 30 songs in a weekend so these are already written. You just got to go record them. 30 songs? They're already done. They're recorded okay. already. Like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, like when I said 30 songs, it's like I go to Atlanta, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all in the studio. Monday, I got 35 songs. I don't... That <laughs> that level of dedication, and, and that's, that's a big piece. Not everybody's that dedicated to their craft, you know? Um, <laughs> I had to. I had to. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, this I man had to. took the grill out. <laughs> I had to. I had to take the top, man. It's gonna get some used to getting. Used uh, to that. Uh, but that that level, that level of dedication to be able to sit there and say, I'm gonna lock in this weekend and I'm gonna bust out 35 songs. To say I'm gonna do over 100 songs in a year. You know, there's some artists who. Shit. Are just waiting for the right opportunity to make a song, or, exactly. or or waiting for this to fall through before they make a song, or that to fall through before they start this. And you're just out here getting to the grind. You know, you're just out here doing your thing, and then that's something to be appreciated. That, Facts. and and you and you hit the nail on the head that. You know, you you got to be able to work under pressure. Because this fact. pandemic, you know, it's hit a lot of people, and a lot of people who 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 were business minded or had a brand or were doing this or were doing that that got hit by this mm. especially in entertainment spaces mm-hmm. and weren't able to to pivot or to shift or be able to like redirect their business and stay keep that grind going were really affected by it so to see yeah. that in the midst of this yeah you found a way to stay on top and then your 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 brand your marketing your right. socials all and it don't look like you hit a pandemic it's really I just come, you know, prepared. Like, you know, I think to myself, like, I before the pandemic, I was still, you know, getting work in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was still getting the videos in, getting the recordings in, still in the studio, still, you know, doing what I got to do. Then when it hit, it's like, oh, this is what we're going to be living like. Locked in the crib. <laughs> Feel me locked in. <laughs> Locked in the care, you can't go out, you can't leave. Only time you leave, you gotta be hungry. And yeah. and if you yeah. hungry, you gotta if you don't have food in the fridge, that's different. Cause like outside it was like a war zone. That's what it felt like. That you go in the grocery store, it was some it fights was for scary. toilet paper. Yeah, and, and it was scary. It was yeah. scary. Mo yo, people like you didn't even know who got it. You step outside, yeah, you think the, the germ, yeah, you think the virus is in the air, you know. What I'm One false breath, you gonna, it's over, you know. You it's, feel me? Yeah. So yeah. it's like when I see that, I'm like, man, I gotta work with what I got. I got a little studio at the crib. That was kind of help. Like I really didn't record that much, but like just having that studio vibe. It influenced me. It, it crafted me to make more music and and continuously go there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause, shoot, <sighs> it went went quick. Yeah, and a lot of people they didn't do shit. It, you see a lot of posts when they say like, if you didn't come out of this pandemic with 
something you wasn't you wasn't if you weren't motivated before the pandemic you weren't motivated at all yeah like it's a lot of people who were able to come out of this with something to show for it and it's a lot of people where it really kind of exposed where their mentality was where their effort was where their mind was at so i can't even lie oh man i was supposed to relearn french I was supposed to relearn French. I was supposed to have like, oui, je parle français. You know what I'm saying? Like I was supposed to be on point, like a hundred percent, like full blown. Like right now, I'm like fifty fifty, because I forgot a long okay. time ago. Okay, I mean, you gotta have a conversation. I that's the only thing I messed up at. That's the only thing. I was supposed to learn relearn French, be on point. Well, you better than me. I'm. I have no intentions on learning French. It's a nice <laughs> language, bro. Very. Um, very sophisticated. Very uh, uppity. Yeah, because it, it's like <laughs> I went to Paris, bro. It's crazy. I went to Paris when Corona broke out, and I didn't. We didn't know about like you know. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm we saying was I aware don't. of Corona, but it was like we wasn't wear, we wasn't wearing, you know. It wasn't mask up every day. Every day, everywhere stuff. you go, you feel me? I did have a mask on the plane though. There and back. They was looking at people crazy at first in the beginning of the pandemic. If oh you got on a plane gosh. with a mask, they looked at you crazy. And now it's like, hey, if you don't wear a mask, they look at you crazy. <laughs> so. You feel me? So it's like, <laughs> bro, I was on Air France. I'm in this shit with a mask on. Who? C'est quoi? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Like people just looking at me crazy with the mask on. And I'm telling my mom, like, yo, you better have this mask on the whole flight. She like, why are you having the most the whole flight? Why do I have to put it on for the whole flight? I'm like, cause you breathing it's in the air. Same yeah. <laughs> and now she looks at the situation, she's like, yo, that's crazy. How you was really the only one in the plane with the mask on. And now Everybody Everywhere has masks. Mandatory, you and they looking at you wild if you don't got it. It's crazy. It's it's, it's funny how it comes full circle, man. It's just, <laughs> it happens. So, speaking to some of your achievements as an artist, you know, Facts. you got the plaque over thirty thousand oh. streams globally. Yes. So, so what was that feeling like to know that, not just locally but globally globally you're reaching people your music is in somebody's ears globally man it was amazing you know what i'm saying and shout out shout out to sean voyage you know what i'm saying he helped make it happen you mm. know what i'm saying because we made good music together it's like when you make good music it's gonna go somewhere somehow some way no matter what you do it's gonna go somewhere somebody's gonna hear it hearing you know that music and somebody's gonna hear that and somebody's gonna hear that so on and so forth. Your music's gonna travel. It's gonna travel, bro. And with the with the help of um marketing, you know, shout out uh digital science, Matei, the entrepreneur, um, you know what I'm saying? They helped me make that happen quicker. You know what mm. I'm saying? Just sharing my music to other people and it's like organically. It's not like we telling you to do this. It's it's the I think when it happens organically that's when it really lasts because you can go out here and you can like tell people hey come listen to this hey come listen to that post this for me post that for me but when people are just doing it out of the love they got for you that's when you know it's really gonna last it's really gonna last and the biggest thing i would say like with this 
it just like I don't even look at the streams. I really don't. Mm. I look at people because there's a difference. I look okay. at people. Speak to that. Speak to that. So when you you see you know thirty thousand or ten thousand, even one hundred, right? Yeah. That is, you know, hypothetically, that is one hundred people that are listening to your music that are devoted to you. You know what I'm saying? So when you expand the number and it's like 10,000 or 100,000, it's like, damn, almost 100,000 people liked my music. They devoted their time to listen to my music. And it may have been even less than that. And even it's it even sounds better because then that means... 10,000 people listen to your music multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Repeatedly. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I look at it like that. You know, mm. I don't even look at it like units. I just look at it like connections, you know? So with music, it's the, um, what's the ultimate goal with you in music? Is this, you know, your passion and I'm going to be a musician no matter what? Or do you have something else that you ultimately want to end up doing with yourself? You know, we always have, you know, goals, you mm. know, and my goal really ultimately is to reach millions of people, you know what I'm saying? No matter how I reach them, whether it's digitally, you know, live shows, if we ever have live shows, you know. Yeah, if that ever happens again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to reach millions of people. You know, I don't really care about, you know, the Instagram followers. You know, they say, oh, well, you need this amount of Instagram followers to be serious. I'm like, yeah, I take that with, with a little, with like a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? I take that with just a little, you know, in my head. And mm. I'm just really focused on, like, the connection with the art, the artists and the fans. I just want millions of fans to appreciate me. And to rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Because if I have millions of fans that love my music, mm. then I have millions of potential customers that can buy my clothing. It's always the next step with it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you like an artist, you're going to follow them. If you follow that artist, you're going to pay attention to them. And if you pay attention to an artist, you're going to keep track of the stuff that they do. So if they're selling clothes, you're going to want a piece of You're probably going to get one. You know, they sell cologne. You're going to want cologne. They sell shoes. You're going to want shoes. So they sell food. You're going to want food. <laughs> you're going to want their food. <laughs> you know so. what I'm saying? So that's really, that's really what it is, man. Like, I really, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, make music forever. Mm. I love making music. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, even Tyson had to retire. You know, there's going to be a day yeah. where someone's going to have to just talk to themselves and just say, you know, it's time. Comes to an end eventually. Like when we put the cleats up. It's a tough time for a lot it's of people. It's a tough time. It's a tough time. But it's going to happen one day. You know, but at this moment, this is what I'm chasing. You know what I'm saying? And I got other things I'm doing, so it's like I'm not um, worried. Okay. You feel me? I like that, man. Never be worried. You Never know, worried. always got to have a plan. Always got to be working towards something. That's a big fact, bro. Uh, one thing I, I definitely wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. um, 
of all the music you've made, do yeah. you have a favorite song? God damn. Because I can tell you my favorite songs. But of course, you know all your songs. I don't, I, I, I'm not going to say I've listened to every single song you made. Because it's like, bro, you got, you got the songs that you did in the past, you got the songs that you did now, and then you got the songs that aren't even released. Mm. I got so much, like, it, the director, it's like a library. I got to just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to really think. Like, I honestly, a song that I play very frequently. I can't even tell you. I no. can't even, I can't even tell you. I really can't. Because it's like, yo, if you was to ever ask Van Gogh his favorite piece when he was making pieces. He probably ain't even like none of them like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? Hit him a little different. Because you don't want making it. It's different. Exactly. When you're creating it, you're always trying to do better the next time. Or, you know, like Da Vinci. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Shakespeare. What's his best? You know, what's Shakespeare? What's your best novel or play? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to be like, uh, he's going to have a fucking like, brain I mean, fart. I, I guess that one's all right. I yeah. Mean, like, people you know, like that one. So for me, it's like there's there's moments. I, I can't lie. Like at this moment, I've been playing um, a lot. This song I have with um, Obas. Mm. Obas, uh, an artist that I've been collaborating with a lot. Um, he, you know what I'm saying? Me and him, we go way back, like since college. So it's like, you know, we ain't make music till like this year. And I've known him for like a couple of years. Mm. So it's like, that's what my moment is now. I got a lot of songs with him. He has an EP coming out, and I'm on it. And like, those are the songs I've been playing recently nice. a lot. Right. So momentarily momentarily is, momentarily is, is, is those couple songs is those couple songs so then also two-parted question yep is there any local artists you would like to collaborate with that you haven't already collaborated with and then also any like mainstream major celebrity artists that you would love to collaborate with yes two parts local I've been trying to track down YPQ for so long. <laughs> bruh. Just like, haven't made that connect? Bruh, it's not even... Bruh, I, we, we've been connected already. Like, we know each other. Like, we cool. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? He be in L.A. the same time as I be in L.A. We just never catch up on the same time because we both got <laughs> stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I know, like, you know, with him, he he, he got his thing going on. I got my thing going on. But it's like... Him, I definitely, you know, he's a, he's an artist like I I, I rock with. You mm. know what I'm saying? And this was like from back in the day. You know, we 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 performed together for uh, this show with Annoyed. Yeah. Uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So since then, I'm like, yo, we need to lock in, man. I've been trying to get bruh us like in the studio ever since for like the past like four, three months. Not really like dedicated three months, but it's like I'm like, yo, I'm what in Cali, bro. Like, yo, it. like yo, I'm in Cali, bro. Let's hit the studio. Like, damn, yo, I ain't gonna be in Cali that same week. You know what I'm saying? But him, 
YPQ. Um, I got a song that I just did with Bosco, 509 Bosco. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to do music with him. We got we got a song um, down. Um, who else? Do you know anybody? Throw some names out. I might, that you would want to do a song with? Nah, just like you know what I'm saying. That I might, <laughs> I might be like, you know what? I'd like to do a song with that person. Ah, who makes this. music here? I feel like everybody make music. K Dose make music. K Dose, he he cool. K Dose remind me of Wiz. Make music. A Wiz? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Probably a little bit in the personality. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It's like you know, a lot of these rappers is like weird though you know what i'm saying it's like they <laughs> you feel me their pride you know is high a lot of it's it's a lot of pride in the music space connecticut music space i feel like music space in general i mean you know better than me but definitely we could speak to connecticut i i've done it's a lot of i've heard a lot of stories i'm not in that space because i don't make music but i've heard stories about how people could be when it comes to music bro it, it's like you know people people like <laughs> it's funny people think they in a reality tv show bro like mm. see it's different when you you live like you're on tv but like when you like try to act like you're on the show like you you, you know what i'm saying like you showing out for no reason see me i'm a very i'm a character you know what i'm saying like i'm you know a genuine kind of like outgoing person mm. but some other I could, people i could agree to that you some people just be like acting like they on TV like so what's up then bro like there's some people when it comes to and it's not just music it's just in general there are some people you find that are themselves all the time and who they are as a as a, a, a influencer or a content creator or exactly. a personality you can see themselves in that space. Exactly. And there's some people who are, they're one person at home, and then when it's time to be whatever my name is in social media, I'm that person. I'm that person. And I got to keep up that appearance around people. And that's cool. we'll always that's say, you just got to be you, man. You just got to be you all the time, man. You can't you can't switch and, and turn it on like a switch. That's just be yourself. You, bro. It's going to haunt you. Got to be authentic. <laughs> when you're in the mirror, you know what I'm saying, you're just looking at yourself. Am I am I Greg or am I G Reg? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, you gotta have to sit and look at yourself and like, damn, like, what am I really doing? And mm. sometimes, like, people get famous off of that, and they have to, you know. I think Jay Z said it that like, you just you gonna have to keep waking up and try to put on the, the yeah. clown makeup and you get famous off of something you're not now you gotta stay that way exactly you gotta always be that person that you weren't from the beginning you feel me and that's and, and you know i don't really put nothing past them i don't fall into the hype i don't i don't look statewide i look nationwide you feel what i'm saying mm. and even if i like for big artists too yeah so okay so what what mainstream artist would you ever want to work with? You know, somebody that's more popping right now, celebrity type I got, status. I got five, right? Okay, give me your five. First and foremost, um, as a recent kind of thing, you know what I'm saying, with the artist and his creativity, Travis Scott. I could see that. You know what I'm saying? Travis Scott. He moves to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, and that's why, you know, people just like him because it's like he's 
He's weird, but he's him. He's being him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, number four, um, I definitely want to get a song with Rick Ross. The Hustler. You know what I'm saying? My my partner got a song with Rick Ross. It was crazy. Um, so I could get a song with Rick Ross. So in reality, I could, but I just choose not to because I'm, you know what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> get I ain't trying to put that up. bag up yet, man. <laughs> the bag, feature hey, price probably up there. Is shit. Um, who else? I really like um a song with future would be cool. I'll put him at number three. King Toxic. You feel me? You know, it's <laughs> it's always, you know, uh, who else? Jay Z, number two. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and number one that's like a that's the tough one, you don't that's know. That's the tough one. I don't know. I gotta. It gotta come to me. Right. I don't want to say no. So you got a top four. You don't. Really I got a top. Five. Yeah, I got a top. You four. got a four. You got the four. fifth one. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. All right. Not like a Jeezy or like a Jeezy. Yeah. Like a yeah. Making music with Jeezy. I'll, I'll, I'll make the five. The fifth one, Jeezy. You know who I can see you working with mm. Gucci. I can see you working with Gucci, man. Why I don't know, but I could just see it. You know, and he's not tough on to collaborate. He used to, he used to collaborate with a lot of people. He kind of slowed everybody. down. It wasn't a song unless Gucci was on it for some he, time. He hey, he put a lot of people on. Yes, I feel like he put Nicki on. A lot of people in the south he put him on. Nicki, I don't know if he put Nicki on. I yo, he's he was Nicki was yelling Brick Squad before she was yelling Young Money. <laughs> You feel me? Yeah, Nikki to New York though, dog. You feel me? Cause she you know she kind of you know she she was down in the A, you know what I'm saying, doing a thing, but she had a little spice. But Gucci was definitely there first. He could have signed Nicki Minaj. Gucci could have signed a lot of people. Could have signed Young Dolph, Migos, all the, yo, all of these like rappers, like they didn't collaborate with Gucci. Yeah. Early, like early in their career, Gucci's like, yeah, it's let's crazy. do the song. Let's do it. It's crazy. It's wild, man. All right. So in closing, Steph, man, thank yeah. you for coming. Appreciate I appreciate it. having you. As always, you know, I appreciate the support, the love, man. I appreciate it. You know, uh, one, one more time, where can everybody find you and find your music? Yo, if you like my personality on this podcast and you are intrigued and would like to listen to more, you can find me at S-C-L-I-V-E on Google. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Jug, that's J-U-G-G, Giovanni, G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I. All right. Thank you, man, as always. And, uh, Shout out to you for for pulling up, man. I really appreciate that. Shout out to you giving me the opportunity. Till next time, Daily Dimension signing off. Catch up.